was sat with myself for a while because like people would ask me like, oh, which do you prefer? Especially like in in a church setting, because church will hear will hear my mom call me Aaron, and my dad call me Aaron, and so they're like, oh, which do you prefer? I was like, I don't really prefer either. You just said both. You said your mum will call you Aaron and your dad will call you Aaron. No, no, my dad will call me Aaron. Aaron. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. And yeah. so, uh, I I have one issue though. I have an issue with being called Aaron. Right. Just in the sense that it feels a bit less, less of me. It was always the thing when at school or ease. So like if I'm at school, when I started lower school, when I started primary, mm. I was like, um, I'm Aaron. And they're like, huh? Mm. Yeah, I'm Aaron. And like when I meet people, it's just far easier to tell them I'm Aaron. Than okay, Aaron. why does Aaron, even even speech? Why does Aaron resonate with you? My guy, Listen. same name, right? So your friend has the same name. He went with Aaron. Why did you go with Aaron? Just cause that's that's what, what his, his family called him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but then for me, I had always been Aaron, so it was right. Aaron and Aaron. And there was the distinction, but I wasn't. The word is definitely not jealous, but like a part of me was like, oh, I wish I'd gone with that. Like, I wish I'd just been, like... Old enough. Yeah. I agree with you because I've kind of got a similar experience. Um, when I was in my first primary school, I was more... Oh, you went with... You were going with... A, no, no, <laughs> a no, 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 no. Well, no, this is the funniest thing. Um, when I was in my first primary school, I used to go by my Nigerian name, which is Sami, but they would say... They would call me Sami. Sami. Yeah, because I think even yeah. um that um that that show no no that song sorry that song had um by with what's his name Soldier Boy yeah um six seven eight kiss me through the phone yeah sorry that song and I think the guy on the song is called Sammy as well so like I've heard people call other someone else called Sammy like Sam I've heard the name Sammy do you know what I mean yeah. so it's like oh like so like hi Sammy blah 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 and I was like my name even though I know my name is Sammy but. When I got, and that was, let's say, that was a predominantly black and um, Asian school. And there was like maybe one white, like two white people, maybe one or two white people. Yeah. Um, closer, let's say closer into East London. And then as obviously I move out, I slowly move out, not still in, but like, you know, I'm the outskirts. Let's just call it the outskirts. Like, as I slowly moved away from that, um, I kind of moved schools as well. So I would move school when I went to... Um, um, and a school that was now a big culture shock when I was in year two, like it was all like mainly white people and um, maybe some Asians as well, but it was mainly white people. And um, yeah, they, um, they called, I, I went by the name Joshua because it was a Christian school as well. So I just thought, okay, cool. Like I want people to call me Joshua. And I don't know, like maybe I think, I think I kind of like, I can't judge it. What a, a seven year old version of myself, but at the same time, I um also felt like um at that age it was not cool to be fresh or not even fresh, like anything that could allude to being fresh. Like um anything, let's just say African, cool. Cause I don't want to say it like that, because that sounds very crude. But um and I was never not proud to be African because I liked going to Nigeria when I was younger. But it was more of a thing of like in the UK, it's like... Yeah, it wasn't all right. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? So, 
Like it wasn't in. Wasn't yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't cool. To, like, but there were many people. But now, obviously, I'm growing up. There are many people that are Nigerian that went by their Nigerian names. Do you know what I mean? They and I was just like, oh, and I, I respect them more than I like respected what I did because it's like I wish I went through like my name and corrected people. But obviously, that's long. Cool. Got to secondary school. Um, so they've been calling me Joshua, Joshua, Joshua in this white Christian school, whatever call. Then I've got to um the secondary school, which is like a grammar school. And um yeah, what is it? So everybody's there like how do I put it? Mainly white um I would say Asian. Yeah, white and Asian again. But yeah, this is like outside of this is not even in East London anymore. I'm still living in East London, but I'm going towards Essex to study. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um yeah, so everybody there my name my name on the register because my obviously your parents do the register so your parents do it so my name on the register is actually uh my full name um Lewis on Lewis really. but um so yeah actually even fun yes actually no no it was that was it fully so um they used to always say on the register okay like Lewisan because they couldn't get past the Lewis on Lewis really. yeah I'll be real Alua that's <laughs> It's better than a lot. I'll be real. They would say Alua san, like I'm, what is it, like Chinese or Japanese or something <laughs> like that? Alua san also. Uh, but I'm, even though um, I'm expecting. Uh, uh, no, 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 uh, no, no. no. <laughs> that happens a lot. That, yeah. uh, 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 uh. So, um, yeah. So I heard that a lot. And then it got to the point where, so everybody, I used to introduce myself as Joshua. So obviously, even when the kids are hearing that for the first time, They'd be like, oh, but your name's Joshua. And then, like, they were confused at who they were talking about. So, obviously, like, I obviously, like, said, oh, yes, my Nigerian name is just on the register. And it's kind of like a joke that doesn't, not a joke, but, like, it's like a thing, the res- the reading out the name thing with a new teacher. It's like a thing that never stops because whenever you have a sub or anything like that, yeah. it's like, duh, 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 they, they're always trying to pronounce your name. So, it came on as, um, so, obviously, that they would do that, a Lewis, and obviously, you just start, before, I already, I've already calculated who's in front of me who's um in front of me in the register and i'm just like yeah it's joshua yeah, yeah it's yeah, joshua yeah. yep yep hear this like you know what i mean so just because i can't be asked anymore but genuinely if i could go back i would go by my um nigerian name um i love my nigerian name and i it was it's kind of like even now my mom and my dad they call me they call me um joshua yeah I was um, ask. some external family i'll say they call me by my nigerian name but um I'm called Joshua by my by my external fam by my external I'm called my Nigerian name, sorry, by my external family. Um but yeah, no, I definitely get your experience. Um but yeah, Karen. It wasn't even as like marked or difficult an experience as I'd say yours was. Not that it was dramatic or anything. Mine's not dramatic. Like, yeah, if I'm I sounded like, dramatic, not, I'm actually so yeah. sorry. I am very happy with my life. I'll just say <laughs> the way in which I've just said it as well. Like, it wasn't... I'm saying mine was even lesser. It was as simple as, like, the first day and Aaron just wasn't coming across properly. But for me, in my head, it's just when... If I'm going to identify myself very quickly... Because there was a long time when, like, if you think of your name or what someone calls you as, like, it's a thing where you're 
like your identity is kind of placed in your name. And one of the reasons why, like, for example, I'd, I would, I'd go by coffee is like, okay, besides like family tradition, da, 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 like from that, you get this whole idea where in Ghana, they come like, say your name. They're basically asking you who, who you're from. So like, like who, like what family, um, yeah, tribe, like who's, who's your father? Yeah, who's, who's your, your father? Who's your, like, do you know what I mean? Who came yeah. before you kind of thing. Right. And that's why I would say, as far as names go, it is very important to kind of hold on to, like, the, the heritage of your name, mm. where it exists. Because I 100% agree. For a lot of people, the thing is, you know, your name was taken away from you. The whole Kente thing, there's a reason why that's a thing, do you know what I mean? There's a reason why there's actually some level of... um resonance and poignancy in him trying to say no my name is Kunti Kente because yeah. at the end of the day culturally it's like this is who I am like and I've come from all these people who were also named at least similarly and like for example my name Uwusu my grandmother is called Uwusuwa so it's like that's who I'm from do you know what I mean and so like if that was that name's not even on my passport that's a whole nother do you know what I mean but if if that was like my first name and I was shunning it, I'd kind of be like, yeah, that's not cool. But as far as I'm concerned, with a lot of what we do as kind of like a new hybrid of, of a culture, as like Black Brits, yeah. is um, we're kind of in the process of redefining what that means, mm-hmm. redefining all these cultures. And that's why for me, to do that and call my... If I'm actively taking the decision to define something from here from today with my life I'm just going to say yeah Aaron like it's my name but why is that more powerful to you than Kofi or Kofi my parents don't call me Kofi you know what I mean mm. if they did it would be different and my grandma calls me Kofi sometimes but I'm called Aaron more at home right. But does the name, so this is where I wanted to kind of go to next. It was almost, does the name Aaron, because obviously it's very interesting, the fact that I met you um, and we decided to do this in Aaron and Joshua. My name's Joshua, your name is Aaron. Very, very interesting with everything that we're trying to do. And obviously, if you guys would kind of get to understand that a bit more as we um, progress in what we're doing. But um, the reason why I ask, about the coffee and Aaron, why it's just about calling you is because I kind of see my name Joshua as just as powerful as my Nigerian name, even though it's a Christian name. And obviously, it's, people can say it's English, but it's actually, you know, it comes from Hebrew origin and stuff like that. But um, I see that just as powerful as my Nigerian name um, because of, I believe, I believe 100% in naming, um, how important naming is. And naming almost like, I intentionally went back to um the Bible and the first, when I was trying to study the Bible again, I was like, cool, like obviously I'm going to Proverbs and stuff like that. But I intentionally went back to um, um my namesake Joshua and I wanted to study that first. I wanted to really understand that. Because I said, no matter what, even if um my parents just decided, Oh yeah, you know what, just we like the sound of the name. 
I don't believe God ordained me that name or call me that name or allowed me to have that name for no reason. And the same way with my Nigerian name. Nigerian name, I would say, is way more sentimental to me, mm-hmm. but also comes with meaning. Do you know what I mean? Um, um, obviously, I, it means God is rewarding me with a marvelous gift, gift to non-Nigerian speak. Um, but yeah, I love my name. I um, it's powerful because of the meaning, powerful because of the heritage, and especially even my surname. It almost comes from um, my parents. Actually, it's crazy that we even came into this conversation because this was not planned. But um, my parents told me from young, it was like, cool, because my name is Sulo Sulodi, obviously, but I'm giving my government, like, this is crazy. But, <laughs> um, J Vows to this. Yeah, it's J Vows. You know me as J Vows. Never call me my full name. I'm joking. Um, but what was I going to say? So obviously, my parents, the way I was growing up, when I was brought up, I was always told, um, by my parents about my granddad and my granddad's surname is almost like a restart of a surname because it actually comes from his surname. The surname is like Suleiman. Um, so like in loads of people have that last name Suleiman, which is obviously like Solomon because my granddad's Muslim. Do you know what I mean? So that was his surname, and but. I think he comes from that, but I think he took the something about like he took the Sule, and I don't know where he added the Odu from. Obviously, may his soul rest in peace. I'm no longer alive, but I, cause I can't ask him this question. But he was like, um, I was wondering where he got the Sule Odu part from. But my mom was like, Yeah, no, your name's really your surname's really unique because if you ever come across someone who has that surname because of the way it was it happened, um, that person is. 99.999% related to you, yeah. which I found was interesting. But, like, I don't know, carrying that name is so important in an African household. Um, Even in a sense of, like, because I was told to write my name, obviously, on my, obviously, write in your school books, you write in your bag, like, when you're younger, because you don't want it to get lost and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, even, I had to write even on the collar of my shirts. So that no one would like mm-hmm. take it. So uh, you write your name and obviously your year. But as soon as that's done, um, my parents told me, uh, cut it out, cut out your name, um, cut out your name and scribble it. Um, cut out your name, scrib- cut out your name from the shirt, cut out your name from the, whatever you, you used. Like it's over. Like you don't need that thing anymore. So if I used up a school shirt, they okay, told me to yeah. cut it out, cut it out, and um, like get rid of my name from that piece of cloth. And like throw away, if I'm throwing away the piece of cloth or if it's on a piece of paper, like a letter or something, scribble it out. Or like if it's on, um, um, what's it called? Um, what was it? Like a box? Like, you know, when they get parcels and deliveries, yeah. So like you scribble, I always scribble out my name and stuff like that. And obviously it's like to protect you from, I guess, fraud and stuff like that, mm-hmm. from like letters and stuff like that. But um, essentially, I always saw that as like, I never really understood it, but it's interesting that my parents had so much of a focus to protect, like how much you should protect your name. Like you don't want anybody to carry your name and use it for anything, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, because it's, that name is so powerful. You don't want your name in anybody's hand, anybody's hands. Obviously it come, goes back to like, obviously tradition and stuff like that. Probably expecting someone to pray over you. Like say, you know what I mean? You don't want to give your, yeah, yeah, your, yeah. your future, your destiny, um, your glory to someone else. But I found it so like, um, that's why I kind of say like, the importance of my name um, and going by my African name 
just hits very um, close to home. Like, very, it's very important to me um, that I don't let it die because I get I'm in a British, uh, I'm in a Western country and um, all that, but I never want to let that side of me, like that side of me die because I see it as more of my future than my past, if that makes sense. Um, I, I really don't want to let this, my identity of who I am, where I'm from, of my heritage to go. And, um, it was something that obviously I kind of had to grow into understanding, but it's very, very important to me, um, now. So yeah, I definitely would not want that to die. And obviously when I have kids and stuff, I definitely want them to have Nigerian names and really understand that. And I'll would be happy I would be proud of them if they carried it on obviously I'm not going to force anybody to do what they want to do but like I'm going to call them that do you know what I mean yeah Um. obviously I spent quite a lot of my life being called Joshua but I'm going to allow I'm going to call my kids by the Nigerian names um, um, as much as possible not saying I, cause I'm not saying I um, don't want to use the Christian names to give them and if they would like that it's up to them but um I want them to understand the importance of it at least and understand what comes with a name. Yeah. I'd say I had a very similar situation in both regards in terms of um, looking for the importance in your first name. Except that was something from a very long time ago. So like we had what was like a baby names book which my parents actually used like to name us. So like my brothers, myself. And I remember my name being obviously the first one in the book because it starts two ways, you know what I mean? And like, because it's funny because even the other day, my dad was like, not my dad, my brother was like, oh, like it's funny how, like in a way, we, we call you this because, just because of how, you, how dad pronounces your name. Like, it, it is just Aaron, you know? Like, <laughs> and he calls you Aaron. Like, so everyone's calling you Aaron. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But even with what you were saying, just the weight of carrying that that kind of heritage is that, yeah, this is this is how we say it. Like, even if it is just Aaron, like, nah, this is how we say it. Mm. Aaron, like, that's that's what you, like, so Aaron is my name. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. But then in the book, anyway, it was basically saying how it would describe, not describe, but like, it would explain what the meaning of a name is. So, like, obviously, we were saying before with the biblical Aaron, the brother of Moses, and, like, that's something else I looked into as well quite recently. But then before, back then, when I'd look into the book, it'd be, like, Aaron meaning the Most High. And because I'd have that kind of, not huh? competition. Aaron means the Most High. Yeah. I'd have this that's kind of competition with, like, my brothers, like, what our names mean. And, like, because they all had, like, good ones. I was always jealous of my brothers, like um, their English names or their yeah, their English names or Christian names. Yes. Yeah, so like Michael, Michael's name is like who is God like? I was like, oh, what kind of a wavy name is that? Mm. <laughs> like, who is God like? Like, I, I want that, but mm. like at the same time, and then of course you got the Michael Jordan, Michael Max Asson, right, 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 Michael Jackson, lot of, lot of all the greats. Yeah, like, but then you can't Michael, really stand out Michael. that much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and that's. That was my MO. It was like, oh, I'm going to write my own. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? What like, mean? how many people... Do you know what it was mean? like Aaron Lennon. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was the only guy I knew. So, yeah. like, I was just like, okay, cool. Like, fine. I'll write my own thing. But besides that, I feel like a lot of people are coming about with my name now. And I'm a bit... I don't like it. A lot it. of Aaron's. Have I met a lot of Aaron's? There I was... So, you, you're on the Grand Railroad. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Same name. Oh, is it the actor himself? He's called Aaron something. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's an old as well. By the way, old, old what? That film, old. I'm not sure if you'd watch it. I is it the one with the, the skeleton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think you'd watch it. Yeah, you'll get into Aaron's um, cinema takes yeah. eventually. But yeah, carry on. But ultimately, right, um, this whole thing of the Most High um, was far more about. I cling to it as like, oh yeah, now I'm, I'm on top. Like, I'm the Most High. That's weird. But yeah, of course it definitely was. wasn't meant to mean that. But then there was something. It came from the fact that Aaron was the high priest. Like, okay, cool. He was the high priest, but then he was also the orator for Moses. And then that's always been something that stuck with me. And like, I look at my life, and like, especially recently, I'm just thinking about what I'm doing in life on this path, on this journey. And I was like, I really and truly, like, from young, I've always felt like I've I've got a lot to say. Um, there was a time when I just stopped saying it, but I feel like I'm I'm back in that place where it's like there is a lot I've got to say to communicate, right. not, not even to come up with and say from myself, but things I feel I need to communicate that just needs to be said, like right. So that whole thing about being exalted, being high in another place, like placed up, placed above. Exalted, exactly that. I just checked yeah. you know, exalted is definitely the definition. Yeah. You see most high. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it was described. Okay, but yeah, cool. yeah. But, like, that that exaltation is for a purpose. And, like, like how Aaron was speaking. you definitely have to earn, but, yeah. Exactly. And so, for me, it was, like, that's where that name will always bear relevance to my life, my purpose. Mm. Like, just going forward. But then, last name as well. It's like, it was actually just the other day we were talking about it. And it was like, my my dad had a double barrel surname. Like, and he just dropped the double barrel. Not necessarily because of himself, but out of a similar situation to the one we were describing before. Like with, um, not Prince Kente directly, but like, they're telling you to change your name in some sense. Like, when right. he came here, they were kind of like, because the double barrel was actually a J-Mante. And they were just like, your your passport says Mante, bro. And he was kind oh, of oh. adamant that my name is a J Mante. Right. They were like, no, no, it's just Paul Mante. <laughs> and so it was kind of just like, okay, you rolled with that. And yeah. I, I've been born. How do you feel about That's that? That's my passport. How do you feel about your dad having to give up part of his name? Um, Almost. For me, the first place was to ask how he felt about it. Right. And it, just, I don't know if it's, that's just how he responds to things all the time, but like, he's kind of just like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like very, um, you know, nonchalant about it. I wouldn't say very, do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, fine. Do you know what I mean? It's kind oh, of just, okay, begrudgingly kind of. Like, yeah, like it's happened, but like, um, my brother was saying he was speaking to our uncle and he was kind of just like a bit more worked up about it. It's like. Oh, your uncle had to drop it as well? No, no. Like, oh, Yeah. Like, my other uncle, like, one of my other uncles here has also dropped it. But I think another one of them, he's still got it. So, like, two of them have dropped it. Okay. And, like, one of my uncles back home was saying, like, you know, like, the name is a J. Manti. I don't know where it's gone. And the thing is, that like, there's a great history to it as well, as in that name. 
in terms of what happened within my family. You can explain that. Can you explain that? Sure. Uh, um, just in essence, um, there was a time when like there were different strands to my family, and then essentially like the what do they call it like the the father that like the heads like the father head of like each house kind of passed away, and then there was just one left, and he kind of took everyone under. So that would be my all their kids. So. Yeah, I think my great grandfather, mm. if I'm correct. But like essentially, he took like, and there was a lot of them, and so. In essence, the Ajay Mante kind of traces back the fact that um, we're from him, being my great grandfather who took everyone under, and like because the other ones were, had different names. I think I can't remember them exactly, but they all had different variations of the same name. So like. The the rare the rare essence of my surname is quite similar to say yours, not in the same sense where it's like being completely creative. Yeah, man. But like it is kind of found its way to be. Yeah, I do think names are like they're significant, especially with identity. I think one of the things I definitely like to talk about is the name of this. Yeah. Um yeah, actually. So how do you want to start? Because we've been talking. They don't really know what we're about, but I feel like maybe we should start. Do you want to start with an explanation or do you want to start with our name? I want to start with our name. Okay, cool. So, um, right. So when Aaron and I started this thing, we had many names for this. <laughs> <laughs> they were, some were bad, some were even worse. Do you know what I mean? Some were even laughable. Um, What's it called? Let's, let me try and remember off the top of my head. Oh, there was a really bad one, like Chosen Generation. Yeah, man. Oh, terrible. Just, just um, what else was there? Let me think. There was... We were just two on the nurse. Like, yeah, what was it? Oh, no. Okay, yeah, there was... um. Okay, cool. There was another one that we kind of almost went with. Um. Well, we're kind of... It's kind of like very attribute. Like, it was very like closely Which linked. Um, MWB. Um, okay. So yeah. men who build was our was our the name that we kind of thought. Okay, we're gonna go with this men who build. Um, I think we even got. Did we even get the domain name for that as well? Because we have yeah, a blog by the way. Check out our blog um, at four seventeen dot dot four seventeen dot com. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So we did actually purchase the men who build domain first. Yeah. We, yeah. We actually had that. We had that. Yeah. So like a that's actually crazy because if I was a builder, I would love that domain name. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um. And that's why I was quite adamant about the logo being very clear that we weren't builders. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 100%. But if you are a builder and like you're looking for something, yeah, if you want that domain name, we'll sell it to you yeah. for a lot of money. Um, <laughs> I'm just because um, I'm making a loss on that right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, yeah, the losses of this. The story of this podcast, not even a podcast. So we're not even just a podcast. I don't want you guys to think that we're just a podcast. Um, this is just something, an avenue that we yeah. we're trying to go down. Um, we have a blog. We have a Instagram page right now. Um, obviously got the podcast. Um, we're trying to go. There's many things we want to do in the future. Obviously, we're just starting out. Um, but anyway, let me get back to the name. Um, but right now, we can you can just consider us a some sort of like a media platform, a multimedia platform. Um, but yeah, so the name. So our name is obviously 417. You obviously know that because you've clicked 
on listen to this. So um yeah, four seventeen. Um do you wanna go what what version do you like better? I'm a GMB guy. Yeah. Shout out to my G- Good News Bible. Yeah, they are. They're, they're in primary school. <laughs> they're in primary school. Listen, I grew up, like, when I was a child, obviously, I started reading Good News Bible. Yeah. And I just never laid... When you were a child, you no. acted as a child. Shut Oh, okay, yeah, we get it. You, you get put it. away childish things. Listen, listen, I like, I like the Bible to be very clear to me. I don't want it up for too much interpretation. I like it very clear to me. And GMB does that for me. Um, but no, we can go for King James, actually. Actually, I'm going for GMB. I'll give you King James after. So obviously it comes I'll, from... I'll give you. Okay, he'll give you um, King James. So um, yeah, a new King James or just King James? Always new. Okay, cool. Um, right. So um, 417. So that com- it comes from um, Nehemiah. I'm probably not pronouncing that as if... Um, good as Hebrew people, but um yeah. So it's Nehemiah 417, four, chapter four, verse 17. And the verse from um the good news is who are rebuilding the wall, even those who carried building materials, worked with one hand and kept a weapon in the other. Okay. And Aaron, do you want to go for yours? I'd love to because this is why I love him. No, James. like I think the King James version is good because the thing, the one that um I have on the hoodie. Yes, yeah. I think that's King James, and I like that version a yeah. lot better. It's just, it's so poetic. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, yeah it's, good news it didn't reads, come through there. <laughs> <laughs> never does. It reads, um, those who built on the wall and those who carried burdens loaded themselves so that with one hand they worked the construction and with the other held a weapon. Yeah. Okay, so um, I don't know if I want to give you a minute to um, think on that, but... um. On what you what that means to you, um, but to return to where like the name didn't, we weren't just like yeah. So obviously four seventeen. Okay, yeah, yeah. You go, you go. Was you the go. verse? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Nehemiah four seventeen, but um, it was actually something I just put on the document. Right, right. And we were like, yeah, this. Oh this yeah, like kind of like, to, like around this, around the mission, kind of almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. And it was like to think, yeah, to think on this, like because this is quite. It's poignant in terms of what we're doing. Do you know what I mean? The whole to carry to with one hand work on construction and with the other to hold a weapon. Yeah. Like it was almost exemplary of what we're doing. Hundred percent. As black men. Now I actually love it thinking about yeah. it. Um but yeah, so um kind of how um we decided that it like really matches our ethos, our mission statement, um everything about us really is mainly because um, obviously, it comes with the um, their men building and they're fighting as well. So they're fighting off um, the enemy and then they're also building at the same time. They're building the wall at the same time. Um, so the reason why it kind of like resonated a lot with us is from the building perspective, it's like what we really wanted to be about was really just about us as black men in a world that just, okay, the fighting, let me even do both. Um, us as black men in a world that kind of constantly wants to attack us in a sense of marginalize us, subjugate us, um, you know what I mean? Put us in a box, stereotype us. Um, do you know what I mean? In that sense, in that world, we want to kind of like build, um, build, build ourselves, build our community, um, build, um, a brighter future, a better future for those coming, um, 
build an image of a black man and a reality of a black man that um, is far greater, more positive, and ultimately just better than anyone that's ever existed um, before. Obviously, we're trying to get, um, we obviously um, really lean on historical black figures um, who have really showed us like certain, this the way in some senses, um, modern and ancient history. But um, yeah, like we're really focused on just in this world where we're just fighting against everything, fighting against the oppression, um, fighting against that that box that we're put in, and that just that image of a black male, which, in my mind, if you really just like sit back and close your eyes and just ask yourself, what does the world see when they see a black male? Um, I doubt a lot of you would say think of something positive, um, and even if it's positive, it might come under dated stereotypes um, or or even like fetishization I hate this word fetishization I think yeah that's, I think that's how you say it. Um, don't don't grill me uh, but um, yeah I would definitely say us as black men just need to understand that we need to, how important we need to be in this community because um, I definitely just feel like we're in a state where we're under attack. The black male image is under attack. And it's not even under attack to the point where, like, we're fighting it off anymore. Like, it's almost just... It's been that way for a while. It's been not too positive for a while. And shout out to all the um, the good black men out there. And shout out to any full black men. I don't care. Shout out to all black men out there. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're trying to talk to you. We're trying to get you on board. We want all of you on board. Do you know what I mean? And the biggest focus of this podcast is not... Um, Aaron and I are just saying, yeah, this is what you should do. This is what you should do. Like, it's not Absolutely. just about, it's not like a just a, oh yeah, we're going to like, we're teaching you, we're the master gurus and we're teaching you about personal development. No, like, this is, um this podcast was created not only to like, be able to like, teach, but it's also, we're learning at the same time. And um, we're trying to strive, we kind of like, want to resemble and strive for that, that, that image that and that reality that we want for our people and for us as black men. So we're going all along the journey with you guys. And obviously when we get guests and stuff like that, we, we're, we're going to be here to learn from them too, learn from our experiences and stuff like that. But yeah. You go? Yeah. Um, I was going to just go back to one of the verses before, because I remember when I was reading this and I don't know what brought me to it. Um, divine intervention. But like, it was in verse uh, chapter two, in verse five, and it was like, "If it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor in your sight, I ask that you send me to Judah, to the city of my father's tombs, that I may rebuild it." And obviously, this is the story that this verse four seventeen has come. Um, the verse that four seventeen is based on has come from this story that you know that he's wanting to go back to rebuild his father's tombs. He wants to rebuild the city of his fathers, and it's like. In a sense, it's all incorporated in the mission of 417. This whole idea of going back to rebuild, rebuild, rebuilding ourselves, rebuilding our community. They're linked. They're one and the same. And I feel like that's exactly why it only made sense that we were called 417. And not that... At first, I remember we were kind of just like, mm, really? Yeah. Like, no, like even the podcast, like... 
I cannot tell you how much Aaron and I are not. We're not those. Like, I'm very much to myself. And when I say to myself, I mean, like, I don't care for clout. I don't care for looking a certain way to people. I don't care for um, being in any sort of light. I just do me and I'm very happy doing me. However, when after speaking to a lot of our friends about it and um, the people that were obviously talking to about this, because not even all of our friends know this. This might be your first time listening to this, by the way. Shout out to you. Um, Sorry if we didn't tell you. Yes, (laughs) this is what we're doing. Yeah. Sorry if we didn't tell you earlier. Not that we don't care for your opinion. Yeah, just very much, which we'll talk about eventually. We'll talk about probably later about how we wanted to really just go for authentic, um, an authentic um, kind of like learning curve, if that makes sense. Um, Not really family and friends um, orientated initially. But yeah, shout out you guys. Um, what I was going to say, so yeah, I, Aaron and I are just not those kind of people. I'm very much to myself. I could not care more for, I could not care less about clout. Could not care less about people knowing me. I could not care less about all those kind of things. Um, I do want to do great things in this life. Um, and I will in Jesus' name, amen. Um, amen. I hope you're saying amen out there. Like I'm not praying against, praying for my downfall. Um, no reason to keep it mean? quiet in the initial stages. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, my God is greater. And anyway, um, yeah. So we're just very to ourselves. So it was just something where everybody was like, because we wanted to just do the blog and we were writing like um, blog posts and stuff like that, which is like, it's good. It's good. But obviously you have to understand like the times, right? Yeah. We have to understand science and I don't know, maybe this might be the thing that allows us to grow greater than we ever expected. But we wanted to be um, very much behind the scenes, but the times says, the time shows that this is like what we need to do. This is, um, everybody was like, no, like you guys should do a podcast. Um, this is, this is how we get out there. Um, you have a fear with it being the oversaturation of podcasts? Yeah. Very, the, a big fear. It was like, oh no, like everybody's doing a podcast now. Like everybody and their mom has a podcast. Do you know what I mean? Um, so it was very nerve wracking going into it. It was very um, testing. We were we were down. So I remember Aaron sitting me down, and then he was like, he um showed. I think he showed a young Philly in chunks, and then he showed like some other like um funny people in the in the I don't know. Let's call it in the scene because I'm I'm not trying to be limited to this UK scene. So I'm gonna say the scene. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Shout out to my US listeners, by the way. I know you are out there. Um, yeah, I've met you. And there's so guys you, in Germany, man. You, you better be the guys in the vlog, following the vlog in Germany. Oh, yeah, the people in the vlog. Yeah, yeah listening from Germany. Yeah, hope you're out there. 7 a.m. in Germany. Yeah, um, so yeah. Um, yeah, he showed me a bunch of people. Um, and I was like, do you think you're any of these guys? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, I do not. I do not think I'm that guy. I don't think I'm that. I think, listen, if you know me, if you know me well, I think you would enjoy my company. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a funny guy, maybe. <laughs> you see those people who self-proclaim them? No, 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 I don't self-proclaim it. Like, just want me. I'm not going to proclaim anything. I, I like I like my company. I think other people yeah. like it too. Some people, I think, nah, I'm going to get into that another time. But I think a lot of people have a really, really, like, tainted understanding of me yeah. from their, like, outside perception of me. Of, like, because I'm very to myself. Mm. So... Unless I know you, know you. Like, unless you're my guy. So, like, yeah, I think a lot of people might see me as a very, like, oh, like, you know, who does he think he is? Or, like, or like, why is he not 
talking to everybody or I'm just very much, I'm very I'm analyzing the the whole situation before I even open my mouth. Um but yeah anyway he showed me the whole group and like the, these like people and he's like oh you do you think you're any of these guys? I'm like, oh, not really. Um but I kind of we thought about it more I was like I was like yeah you know what I think this might these people are saying this for a reason. Like your friends at the end of the day they they would hopefully I would hope that I've got a good enough friend that would tell me that whether what we should and shouldn't be doing the truth you know the truth especially those people who were telling us because it wasn't like you know you have those friends who are kind of just like oh yeah, yeah go for it like, no 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 these friends were like they were they were the same friends that were like violating like roasting yeah. all of our choices of name and all that kind of stuff yeah. so they were very very honest yeah. with us which shouted and you know who you are um but um yeah no it's not they're not like people pleasers or um people or yes men or something like that so um hopefully god blesses this podcast and um everything we do but um yeah even the thing about i was thinking when i was like oh maybe should we do this should we not was mainly um what i saw out there especially from black men i was like well let's just say the black men i feel like a lot of people were talking about topics and they like they're either they either are extremely funny or they're trying to be funny, and um, I just couldn't see myself as like oh no, I just didn't I just didn't think oh like Aaron and I aren't gonna be the people that are gonna here to like try and make you laugh. Hopefully you laugh sometimes like and we're not trying to say what it was. yeah do you know what I mean? But I I was like oh maybe there is a lane for something a bit more. Let's, I don't want to say too serious, but you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm happy with saying serious. Yeah, okay, yeah. So let's just call it a serious. Okay, so you know what I mean? Yeah, the state of the black community is serious. Um, so yeah, something a bit more serious. Um, maybe there is an avenue for it. Maybe there's a lane for it. Because even recently, I've been telling Aaron, it's like, I'll just be sitting in the car, like, sometimes I don't want to listen to music. Sometimes I don't... Sometimes I do, like, people I love listening to, like, Nice Baby Show, love listening to... I love laughing at it on what they do. I think they're hilarious. Um... And, um, yeah, like, so I'll be listening. I was like, okay, it's cool. Like, I'm laughing at certain things, certain podcasts and stuff like that. But then again, sometimes I'm literally just sitting in the car and I'm just like, I actually want to listen to something more to the point, more serious, more more about what I care about. Do you know what I mean? Like, something that uh, can help me focus more on what I care about, drive me more, motivate me more to be who I want to be. Edifying. And I'll, yeah, something edifying. Edifying content. Yeah. Because um, you need that hard food. Yeah, um, yeah, you hopefully will eventually speak about the whole wood and uh, the wood and I wood and I concept yeah. that we came up with, but um, yeah, um, we just want I just wanted something edifying, something, um, something good for something, something that motivates me. And um, I was just telling Aaron, I, I don't see that out there. No offense to anybody that's doing that, I would love to collaborate if you are. <laughs> Um, if you're willing. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, so that's kind of the, one of the main reasons why um, I thought maybe a podcast would be good. Yeah, no, uh, I feel like, um, especially because you were saying that thing where you watched George the Poet. Oh, George the Poet and Zizi Mills. Yeah, Charles Zizi. Yeah, I don't know why I'm saying shout like these people are listening. Uh, they're gonna be. Listening. They're gonna be listening soon. Gonna be you know listening. what I mean? So you were saying George the Poet essentially said that thing about not needing needing more more conscious conscious music 
something. No, like he said, that. he said, he said, you don't need any more conscious music. Yeah, yeah. he said the, the black community doesn't need any more conscious music. They need change. Yeah. So besides how I may feel about, I think that, I, think I might be quoting that completely wrong, <laughs> but that's what I remember. <laughs> well, that's what that's what it said to me. Yeah. Cool. Ultimately, there was an element of truth to to that statement, and like obviously with four seventeen, a lot of it, especially in our stages, there's before when we were like. Yeah, like, we're not doing a podcast. Like, that's not what we're about. Like, some things are about action and about change. And that's very much something you do and not sit around and talk about. Yeah, 100%. But there is an element of necessity whereby there are certain conversations that, and not in the sense where, oh, it's good to talk about these things, but rather, you want to have certain conversations that are driving driving change. You want to speak on things that drive change. You can't expect everyone to be on the same page if we're not speaking about yeah. things on the page. You know 100%. What I mean? And that's why I feel like the podcast is so necessary. The whole thing of within the name, again, 417, we had that thing, for me, I just can't let go of this concept of the men on the wall. We have to be the men on the wall. Like We have to be here with one sword in one hand and in another hand we've got tools to build the wall like that comes from do you know what I mean you build you build that that's not just that's not just action do you know what I mean there's conversation as to how you manoeuvre around building this wall right 100% and it was almost um, I it kind of felt like we wanted to focus on this um, so much so because we wanted to also allow ourselves to have a level of vulnerability in how we talk. Um, vulnerability allows for authentic com- communication and conversation. And when that happens, there's no more facade. And that's so important in conversation. And it's so important to changing how people see the world and, and um, behave in the world and act in the world. Um, because you only really respond to stuff that's real do you know what I mean like this world is very very not gonna pretend like it's not motivated by a lot of facade capping fake fake stuff like that do you know what I mean the world is motivated by that but something that's gonna bring authentic change in someone we have to allow ourselves to be vulnerable and I don't know what's more vulnerable than hearing someone else's voice that sound that's exact looks exactly like you um speaking um, openly and vulnerably about their situation. Do you know what I mean? About what they think about certain topics, what they think about serious matters about that affect you on a daily basis, that affect you in ways that you don't even know about. Do you know what I mean? Um, we um really wanted to focus on that self development, um, and changing the mind because and developing the mind because the more people that think in um in a positive, constructive, and almost um. Communal, communal, like, like focused on the same goal, basically. Um, the more people that are like that, the more change is going to be. Do you know what I mean? The more people that say, "Yeah, we want, um, we want change, and we're acting for change, and we're doing certain things," the more, the more change there's going to be. The more people that put money into a pot, the more money there's in the pot. Do you know what I mean? So, the way you walk, the way you talk, the way we carry ourselves. That is exactly how we're going to be able to 
create change in people, like developing the mind, developing that um, that aspect of someone is more important than to me. It was more important to me than, you know, it's like, oh, let me just start, let me start a business where I'm selling, I don't know, something to you. Let me start. That was way more, way more important, like, to me. I would rather say I help build men and, like, I develop minds than anything, than saying, oh, like, this is my business and I sell, I sell, I don't know, I sell this, I sell that. Do you know what I mean? If I can, if out of millions of thousands, hundreds, thousands or millions that listen to this, that um, listen to these podcasts eventually and now even, if one person changes, that's, that's, that's incredible. Do you know what I mean? That's, you're doing more work than you can even know. You've changed someone's life. And um, that's what, that's why um, a podcast kind of really does that. Yeah, this makes sense. Even in that same thing on speaking to people, speaking about things, and it's not even to proclaim any kind of idea that, that we are these people. 100%. You know, the Malcolms. Do you know what I mean? No. I'm not actually no. I'm claiming I'm claiming great things for, over my life. I'm not gonna. Of course. Not gonna, yeah, but right now we're on the way. We're on the in way. essence, these people like Malcolm X, Mark, or Marcus Garvey, or um, that's the goat. By the way, that's number Marcus one. Garvey. Marcus Garvey's the goat. Marcus Garvey's. That's my number one. It's cool. Garvey over Garvey over um, MLK. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, that's a discussion for another anyway. day. <laughs> Well, it's been Olympics, but <laughs> yeah, it doesn't doesn't great general, men, like, great men, great men. Obviously. Yeah, these these guys, people are going to hear them speak. Do you know what I mean? Um, and again, like, it just goes back to that thing. It's not the fact that they were perfect people. It's just they were talking on things, and people would go to hear them speak. And that's where you kind of build up a kind of attitude towards change, towards wanting change. And I believe that we live in a time where. A lot, there's a lot of talking going on. We have a lot of um, forums, a lot of um, mediums by which discussion, quote unquote, discussion takes place. Things are said, a lot of noise is being made, but how much of it is constructive? How much of it is like speaking into situations? 100%. And, like rallying people. Do you know what I mean? It's like, again, I'm back to this thing where you want to rally the men on the wall, like, we want to rally each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, that's why this has to exist. This has to exist because we have to speak to people, essentially. Yeah. Um, even speaking to, even beyond speaking to people and developing the mind and everything you've said so far, I really want to build a sense of community. Like, I want to build that more than anything. So, yeah. us as black men, I don't know, we're kind of talking, it's kind of, um, linked to um the blog series we're kind of doing now, but it's how we see each other and how we build the community. Um, us as black men, it's even correcting like our relations with each other, um, and really removing this anti-social um like enemy kind of like that's the enemy or like that's the that's the guy I have to climb on top of that crabs in the bucket mentality, like getting rid of that and like actually seeing it as like no like this is my brother this is someone. I can help build with. This is someone that he's got, I've got something that can help him. He's got something that can help me. And mutually, we are coming together to, we can come together and build something great. And we can come together and like really understand each other and help each other through more than just the financial, mental and stuff like that. So, um, community, that's really what we want to try and do. I want to try and get to a point where like people that, people that, 
you would have never seen before connecting or connecting. Like, that's long-term, like, a goal. Do you know what I mean? I want every type of um, person that connects with this. Like, I want everybody that connects with this. I don't care what, um, what type of black male you are. Like, I want you to really just allow yourself to connect with this and allow yourself to really get into that community feel because hopefully in the future we're going to be doing more, like, in-person stuff. And obviously, some of you we've even met in real life. Um, we're always trying to talk to you and talk to people about what we what we do. So, and that might have been the f- way we got introduced to you. But um, yeah, we definitely want to get into spaces where we're doing stuff for us, enjoying spaces just for us. Because the other day, I think when before we'd even started this, I was like at a party, and um, I just saw how the girls interacted. So um, there were girls there, and they're like they don't know each other. Of course, I'm not saying it's authentic. By the way, I'm not saying that. Hmm. Disclaimer. But yeah, <laughs> but um, I saw girls interact at the party. They don't know each other from anywhere. Literally don't know each other from anywhere. And they're saying the nicest... Okay. They're like being... They're, be, they're interacting in, in some sort of sense. Like they're they're being they're open to that interaction. They're willing to like speak to each other. They're willing to like, I don't know, offer that olive branch. Do you know what I mean? They're really, they're willing to talk to each other. They're willing to communicate with each other. Mandem, if you see Mandem at um, a party, like... <laughs> Yeah, you're lucky to get a nod. If you get a nod, that's cool. Like you probably know each other. You probably know someone that knows someone. Like you, you have a mutual friend or something. But um, no, nah, like even if for for Mandem, it's more of a thing of like the amount of people that it's more of a thing of like okay, cool. Like we're here to we're here right now. Um, and I see you as competition. You know what I mean? And fair enough. Like it's competition probably like to see who can talk to the most girl who can get to who can talk to the nice girl you know you can 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 step to to that nice girl in the dance but um yeah no like even in any space i don't feel like um us as men like we're open to like being being able to just talk to each other something i've really had to learn how to do when talking about this podcast talking about what we do talking about 417 um and obviously We'll probably speak about as again the the before the pre months of the pre planning of this whole thing um, beforehand and why we decided to go that non family and friends route initially. Um, but yeah, like speaking to random people about it, getting their perspectives on it, getting their specific like I'm talking to random people, like I'm seeing random people on my nights out. I'm going to say like, oh blah blah blah, this is four seventeen, like this is what we do. Like I'm at that point and. I'm talking to people that have very, very interesting lives. I'm hearing about their life. I'm talking to them. I'm ge- I'm gaining like information, gaining knowledge, gaining gaining wisdom, and just having a good conversation with people. And I feel like um, more of that needs needs to be um, present between us as black men. Um, like we stop seeing each other as like, oh, who's that guy? Do you know what I mean? Or do you know what I mean? Potential problem or anything like that. Um, or like. Yeah, like, I'm with my guys. You're with your guys. Like, you yeah, know what I mean, that kind of men- that mentality. Yeah, and I think the problem is just in terms of um, you know, that kind of mentality, where you step into a space and obviously you've mentioned the party situation. It could it could be any kind of situation, really. It's like the issue is the mindset behind almost the pretense. That's why we were talking about the issues of 
Do you know what I mean? Like the issues of mindset that we have, the way we perceive black men in life in the world. Um, it isn't this isn't just about how white people see black men. Yeah. This isn't just about how black women see black men. Yeah. There is something that needs to change about how black men see black men. And that needs to change first. Because nothing else can. A lot of um it's in the 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 bio of the Instagram. Build black men, you build the black community. A lot of the change we wish to see comes from the change, you know, that would be the change you want to see in the world. It really directly relates to us and our experience. If we want to experience a change in the life we live, if we actually want to experience that change, we have to look within. We have to do the work on ourselves. And like, that goes to everyone. And it requires everyone, but it really just requires you because you're not doing it. Next person's not. Do you know what I mean? And like that's just kind of how it goes. And I feel like even what you were saying with spaces, like um, about the community, building a community, building like a space for black men in four seventeen. Um, even doing that, that. Like, part of the whole thing of us not wanting to have a podcast, um, even going no video, was like, this wasn't about, and I, I just spoke about the exaltation of my name before we started. <laughs> but, but, like, a lot of that is just in, it's not with the idea of, yeah, we're trying to give ourselves a platform here. The platform is not for us. And, like, it even feels a bit self-righteous to say it, like, oh, no, this isn't about us, like, because it, it's us doing it, but, like, it's just us behind it. We don't, we don't want to, like, create something for ourselves. We want to create something for our community. And I think that's kind of the focus. The focus is on black men as opposed to us talking, as you were saying before. Yeah. But, like, it's not about us talking. It's about building, like, yeah. all of us building. I yeah. think that's why this isn't the only space in which this is going to exist. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's so many things for us to learn from each other from. Like, it's, it would be, um, we, it doesn't make sense for us to just claim that as just, just being us. Do you know what I mean? It's not just mm -hmm. us. Like, even the things, the knowledge that we know now is not from us. It's from our experiences and from the people we've um, spoken to, the people before us. So, yeah. Um, is very very important, and uh, like I hope everybody listening to this, like, can understand the mindset we're going into this with, and is wants to get a, a, like on board with this, like wants to get on the ship. Do you know what I mean? Because it's the it makes sense for us. It, it's the it's I feel like it's just I feel like what we're doing is just the right time right place right time just what's needed in my opinion many people might not understand it right now and i don't expect people to get from the jump i don't expect that if you do i'm happy that you're here from day one <laughs> you know what i mean but um even the way we talk obviously then how we interact in the podcast is going to get better like obviously it's our first time but um i even want to just sorry be quite clear Maybe it's kind of like a, it's kind of moving into a different segment. 
yeah, yeah. I want to be quite clear about 417 as an entity. Okay. Obviously, we have the page, we have the mission, we have the about us, we have the mm. we have all of that stuff. But I kind of want to, and, and we've been talking for a while, but I want to like, quite clearly be like, this is 417. Like, this is why. Like, why for you? On a personal level for you? And maybe, yeah, in, in that way we'll kind of find ourselves talking about the history of it. And then, why for me as well? You know what I mean? So like, why for, why for me, um, yeah. specifically, why, why this makes sense for me? Or, yeah. So why is this something that, you know, like, why is this something that you want to be bigger than yourself? Do you know what I mean? Why is this something you're doing? Like, okay, cool. Why? Why is it? What and why? Okay, but, why is it mean? something that I want to be bigger than myself? Because I don't see myself, I see myself cool. I might be the captain of this ship right now, but, at the end of the day, okay. co-captain. <laughs> yeah, co-captain. Um, but um, no, I might be co-captain of this ship right now. But what was that thing that we watched? The Clarence Avon is Clarence Avon. Is that his name? Uh, the Black Godfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see myself fitting into that role way better. Clarence. Like me, I'm told you, I'm not into that whole. I'm not. I don't care for the um the being front and center. So, it is it already in my mind. It's always going to be something that I would rather be operating from behind the scenes, if that makes sense. But the bigger the me part is because this thing I want this thing to last beyond beyond me. Do you know what I mean? Like what the legacy that a lot of great men and the great people I look up to have done. Like a lot of their legacy has lasted beyond them. Like your existence in this in this world is ultimately up to God and the moment you build something that can last longer than your generation that's 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 amazing do you know what I mean that's something that that's change that's impact and um, the whole point of this is to um, is for impact so in my mind that was one of the main reasons is like I look at this as like even if it's not me I want to see um, young black men do you know what I mean being from all over the world, all anywhere, being able to talk to each other, link up with each other, um, enjoy the same spaces as each other, understand each other. There's no, like, understand each other in the sense of, like, there's no picture of a black man. Do you know what I mean? There's no, there's no idea or, um, or one, one chief it's all, like, type of black male. Do you know what I mean? A mindset that a lot of, a lot of us need, a mindset that a lot of us need to get rid of. Like, a lot of us. Because I've, trust me, I've seen, the some of the conversations I've had with people is like, is, 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 is borderline hilarious. Um, <laughs> like, I remember, I remember, I think I was in first year, and, um, first year of uni, and then there was some guy, um, I'm not going to say his name, but, um, <laughs> um, he was speaking to me, and then he said, what did he say to me? He said, Oh, I said, oh, like, I think you were talking about piercing your ears or something like that, or something like that. And then he said to me, I was just like, oh, yeah, I don't even know if like, my mom would, like, be feeling like that, do you know what I mean? And then I was like, I was like, at the end of the day, like, in my mind, it's like, yeah, it's cool. But I also always promised myself that if I was going to get earrings, 
I'm putting proper diamonds in my ear. I'm not putting fake diamonds in my ear, first of all. I didn't say that at that point, but I've always promised myself if I was going to ever get that. And I was at the same time, I was like, mm, I don't want to be a stereotype. I'm not saying anybody that, like, do you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with having earrings. Like, trust me, do you? And uh, I think looks he Aaron has them, do you know what I mean? It looks it looks nice on a lot of, it looks nice on people, do you know what I mean? Like I think it would look nice on me even. But um I was like, you know what, I don't even want to be like, do you know what I mean? I just don't want to be the typical perception of what black male of, of what black men look like, if that makes sense. And I sat back and I was like, Yeah, that was my that was my answer. And then the guy looked at me and he said, He said, You know you're black, right? And I was like, What? What does that mean to you? Like you think that because someone wears earrings that makes them like someone looks a certain way to you that means that they're black or like someone has a mindset that they don't want to fit a stereotype means that they're not like these kind of perceptions and perspectives need to die in a lot of black people um i've seen i've seen it with um this whole thing of acting black and acting a color. You cannot act a color. I want to make that so clear to you. You cannot act a color. Don't get me wrong. I have a PSA, public service, service announcement. I do not, I do not, if you're a coon, please, like, <laughs> I'm going to be very, very direct. I do not support coons. I, I, I hate, I, no, I don't want to say hate. I don't hate anybody. But, nothing irks me like a coon. Yeah, there's going to be... Nothing irks me. Yeah, I want to be yeah, so clear. No, no, I want to be so clear. I, nothing irks me more than a coon. I don't, I don't believe there's, a greater villain <laughs> in our story <laughs> than, than Coon. Yeah, like, nothing else more than a Coon. But, um, but there is a clear distinction between someone who is a Coon and then... Yeah, someone that just doesn't come from the same background as you or doesn't believe certain things, even identify them as black. Do you know what I mean? Um, a lot of us need to get rid of that mind- mindset. Like, I'm sorry, just because you're from a... Um, impoverished area does not mean make you more black than someone that that's a disgusting yeah like that, that someone wasn't that's crippling that thought do you know what I mean um, like get all these we need to get all these mentalities out there but yeah back to what I was saying is like I want to create I want to have a space where people from every like all these kind of places um, like they just understand each other and they can and the weirdest thing is like you don't understand how many similar interests you have with people that you don't even like you would never guess um like you never ever like feel like you cross come across them in life. Um, once we have those spaces, um, it allows us to just be more free. It allows us to, um, I don't know, we could, like recreation is, is is so much better in my opinion. Um, and, um, what's it called? Even when it comes to um, professional wise, professional wise, like the way one one thing I would say um, is. Um, recently, I would say recently, over the last 20 years, a lot of us are no longer from that area of, um, we um, are more, like, I don't know, qualified, if that makes sense. So a lot of us are finding these, um, are finding ourselves in professional workspaces that are, like, paying good and stuff like that. And, like, you can get, you can get a black lawyer, do you know what I mean? It's not rare, it's not a rare, it's not as rare as it once was. You can find a black accountant, you can, you can find a personal banker that's black. You you can like, do you know what I mean? There's there's so many people, there's so many ways now for us to um kind of use and leverage ourselves better than we could ever have um, done before. And I feel like that's why I really want to create these spaces for us because the moment we see us um everything that we're doing as a communal um 
like, okay, cool. I can help. I can help my brother. I can help my community. And I'm not to the detriment of myself. And understanding that it's not to the detriment of yourself. It's like, like, it's it's more it's ben, it's beneficial to us. It's it's it will allow us to grow. Do you know what I mean? Um, as opposed to um, we really need to get rid of this. Like, okay, cool. Like, I made out. Like, okay, now it's just me and myself. Do you know what I mean? Or, or it's just every man for himself kind of thing. Like, the more literally like strength in numbers is so important. Like over this crabs in a bucket mentality. But yeah, um, that's why that's why I'm very very focused on the whole community bigger than me kind of thing. Like, I want there to be things going on, not because I'm there or because I'm the one organizing it, but because black men want to, like, help other black men. Do you know what I mean? Black men, I enjoy building with black men. They enjoy the friendship, their friendship with other black men. I think one of the most important things you point out there, as well, just to piggyback on it, is the fact that if, if we've come from the position where it's, uh, it seems like we can't even be in spaces. Like, you know, we have black lawyers, we have black accountants. We're moving into a whole different dimension where we now need to decide that we can create spaces. If we were denied seats at the table before, and we're seeing, oh, no, we can have a seat at the table in some regard, again, getting to the extent to which that's actually possible. But then we now move into a space where it's like, okay, now we need to create tables. And the only way we can create tables is through community. And that's why this kind of resonates as a project. But even more specifically, sir, question, question that I asked you, far more geared at a story that I have quite a sentimental attach, attachment to, right. being the day you called me, like, this is what's up. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I kind of wanted you just, just to speak on that. Oh, well, the day we thought about the whole thing, the idea. Okay, cool. So how did I get the idea and then what happened? You're gonna take over. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna take over from the the idea and the time and everything like that. You remind me of the conversation because I can't remember that hundred percent. The conversation was and and let me explain, let me say. So one day what's good? Let me just explain like the precursor to the conversation. So um there was the obviously Aaron and I were thinking about, you know what I mean? We'll go, we'll, we're young, we're everything like this. We're like, okay, you know what? Next day for us, cool. Like, this professional life is good. Like, cool. It's, a, it's an avenue. Do you know what I mean? It's an avenue. But, <laughs> but it's an avenue you can go down. And this, like, whole, like, using your degree and everything like that. It's, it's definitely an avenue. Um, yeah. I'm looking, like, yeah. It's definitely something that I'm looking, we were, we were looking to at the time. We were like, yeah, this is something that, okay, cool. Like, we're a good uni and all this stuff like that. You know what I mean? Let's, let's think about going down that route as well. But we were also thinking like, okay, cool, like it's time to get like uh, like a, several other forms of income. Do you know what I mean? Um, Aaron, I think, started a, a lights business that never got launched. Um, <laughs> what was I thinking about? I was thinking about various dropshipping things and like Amazon FBA and all that stuff like that. Um, yeah, so... you got to remember the period as well. This is the okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. So, was on there. It was okay. like, oh, what are you doing? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. great, great, great. So, oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. So, um, obviously, this is like June 2020. And obviously, everybody knows what was happening around that time. Obviously, RIP, um, George Floyd. And anybody that's died from um, racial, um, um, just racism in general and racial discrimination and stuff like that. 
and um, anybody that was injured from the the riots and stuff like that. But yeah, um, what I was going to say was, we were sitting there and we were like, we were sitting there and we were like, okay, cool. Um, this is interesting. Um, there are people saying stuff like, oh, if you're not... Actually, no, I don't want to say that yet. So I had a dream. So I, so I, we were thinking about the whole business thing. Anyway, let me talk about the business. So we're thinking about what to do, what to do. And then we, think, we were thinking about doing a music vlog because Aaron loves music in one way and I love it in a completely different way. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, he is very much more into the... He's more into the conscious stuff. And you're more in the certified love of way. <laughs> yeah, Drake, Drake is the... Actually, no. Yeah. Kanye West is the greatest artist of all time. Yeah, I'll say that with my chest. But um, Drake is my personal favorite artist. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I love Kanye too. Um, cool. No, he's the greatest artist of all time. Yeah, just I had to put that out there. It's Kanye. Um, but, yeah. Great. So, I was, so we were thinking about music blog. <laughs> we, um, we were thinking about um, a music blog because it's like okay cool like blogging we saw blogging was like a thing that people could do and we were like okay let's go think let's start blogging like do you know what I mean let's try and do this music blogging thing um, maybe we can get run adverts and then something like that we can make some money from like all this kind of stuff like that um, maybe even selling equipment and stuff like that anyway cool so um we went to, um, we were thinking about that. And then I was just like, I had a dream. And then I was just like, you know what? I felt like that was God telling me what the, what it was that I should do here. But I was just like, okay, cool. Um, the dream kind of like allowed me to think, no, like you should do this blog thing. You should do like, you should do a blog on um, black men. This is something that you are, that you, that you're constantly talking about, right? Like, even before the whole thing that happened, you're constantly talking about your identity and finding your place in this world as a black male. Um, you're constantly talking about the black community and everything like that. And you're constantly talking about um, how Africa, we need to make Africa a home again. Um, you're constantly talking about all these things. And this is showing you this, this time, this period of Black Lives Matter. Um, it's showing you something that cannot be ignored. Why, when I, why do I say that? Um, I say that because I remember it was around the time where people were like, if you're not marching, you're not with us or something like that. And um, it kind of got to the point where I was like, just mm. <laughs> clear. He was not marching. I was not marching. I was not marching. Sorry. Um, I was not marching. COVID. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. COVID. Like, I cannot bring COVID. I cannot bring COVID to my house. Um, but yeah, I was not marching. I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know if you're marching. That means you're like with us and that doesn't mean you're with us. I obviously tried to do, um, try, like, I saw, I'm thankful for the donation um, causes and stuff like that, that you could put, you could help support that way as well. But I was like, actually realized, it's like, no, there's many, many ways um, a war is won or like, um, there's many ways that success can be achieved in advancing your people than everybody being a foot soldier. Um, like, don't get me wrong, you need foot soldiers in this war. But you also, there are some people that you need to sit back and, do you know what I mean, try and do something else, try and think of another way. And um, that's how I think I was speaking to Aaron, and I called Aaron, so you can take over from me. Yeah, because even on that whole foot soldier thing, um, Nobody wins a war with just foot soldiers. Yeah. And like, um, I remember, obviously you can understand why this one hurt me, but like people were like, I think they were adding Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. 
They were like, oh, where's Kendrick? Kendrick's like, is good, by the way. He's not. Kendrick's <laughs> is good. He's one of the greats. But that, he's, like, he's not. I'm joking, I'm joking. That's your personal opinion. I'm just trolling, <laughs> man. Your chest. No, listen, listen. Kendrick has some good music. He has good music. Let me not say that. He's just not. It's not sonically pleasing to me. But shout out to everybody that loves Kendrick. He's like, he's he's doing he's doing bits for his community. And I, li- work. and I like that. So shout out to him. Yeah, essentially people were like, oh, like, is Kendrick not in these streets? First of all, he was. Like, he was literally marching with people. But then it's like, yeah, but I don't Jacob know why you think... Jacob got all the praise. But yeah, exactly. But he was just... W- Wally got angry about cool. that. <laughs> <laughs> but the bottom line is like, you're calling on certain people to to join you in this whole foot soldier action. And it's like, you know, like, this can't just all be about the same, let me take my rifle and go on the front line. Like, can't all be on the front line. Like, this, if something is a war, you require archers. And I think that's what I was saying to you. I was like, Mm, you need archers who are going to stand back and take shots from afar. You need, I remember reading something. I actually don't know where it ended. Um, About Jay-Z meeting with governors at the time. Like, Jay-Z's not got, he's got no business marching in the streets. Yeah. If you hold a certain position of power, if you have something within you, simply put, you have a responsibility to do what is within you. And mm. I think that's where it took us. And I remember at the time as well, um, this thing had happened. I was, I was supposed to be on a podcast with some of my friends. And I remember at the time I was kind of like, like, I didn't even get podcasting at this point. I was like, why do people sit around listening to people talk? I was like, doesn't make sense to me. Um, and I kept on saying it to him. And then I was kind of like, y- you know, I-, I don't know if this is something I can do. And so we stopped it. Uh, I'm sorry, bro. Cool. We stopped, stopped doing that. And then the next week it happened, like the George Floyd's. Yeah. Cool. And I was like, like everyone, I was angry, man. But I felt like I had something to say. Like I had, I was like, no, no, something has to be said here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's at that point, that's the point when you you were like, yeah, this is what we need to be doing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like this is exactly what we need to be doing. And that's why I was, I don't know. It's that moment when there's a synergy between things that, um. You cannot deny it's, uh, it's, it's sort of nature, nature in the sense that it was supposed to happen, and you, you can't deny the fact that this is what it's supposed to be. Like what was meant to be. We're not saying we are not saying that a black man had to die for this to happen. <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not nearly what I'm saying. Yeah, just I. You I have mean, to be very clear in this in this in this climate. Yeah. We are not saying that. Do not try and take that and soundbite that and make that <laughs> make that into something. Is not. We are we are we are very sad. We were saddened, um, and we definitely wanted to stand up about what happened. So yeah, it's definitely not. Don't think don't think we were happy that. Oh yeah, this 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 gave us the spark to. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But ultimately, even in that, there is an element of sadness that a lot of people around the world were kind of quiet about not just um, racial injustice in terms of profiling by the police, but, you know, it's just, uh, let's just go on with life. Do you know what I mean? Just brush this under the carpet. Even with ourselves, it's like, I don't know about you, but from a very young age, I was quite a militant 
Malcolm X <laughs> kind of person that I was very much always talking about certain issues. Like it always rubbed me the wrong way. I was very incensed, very passionate about certain matters in life. And I feel like as you get older, it kind of starts to dissipate. You care less about things. And like, it's something that Tupac said in an interview that is on Kendrick's album. Um, actually, I'm still not sure if that's even a real interview, but the bottom line is he's like, he's like, no, I think it is in the real interview. He says that a black man in America only has a certain amount of years where he has energy. Right. And if he makes it to this certain age, that like if he makes it to that certain age, I think it was either 25 or 30. It's like once he reaches that certain age, he kind of loses all the energy to fight for these things. Mm. And at the ages we're at as well, especially, we find ourselves placed where if there's something we want to do in life, the time is now, like, whilst you're young. And like, you look to like people like the, the Black Panthers. These guys were young. and People marvel at how young they were. It's like, when you're young, that's when you've got to go and you've got to take all the passion you have in life because that will dissipate as you get older and you get more used to things and you kind of lose that kind of yeah. imagination, the the imagination to change the world. 100%. If you can do that. I've been thinking about that a lot, actually, because obviously being young and trying to do this is like, okay, cool. Now you're talking about black men, developing black men. Like, what do you man know about, do you know what I mean? I'm not 35, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, trust me, I would, that version of me I would like to meet, do you know what I mean? But I'm not 35. I can't talk to you about what I can't talk to you the way I would talk to you at 35. But what do what do I know? It's like change does come from youth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um thinking the way you think right now is like you have a hope for change. You have a hope for better because you haven't experienced all your your whole life yet. Do you know what I mean? You haven't experienced so much of okay, like, this is the way things are. Do you know what I mean? These are the, This is the way things need to be. This is the way things just are, and you have to accept that. Like, when you're young, there's more... You have... This is the biggest chance and opportunity you have to imprint your will on the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that many people don't know, like, for example, Jeff Bezos. Just because you said it, it reminds me of the Kanye lyric. He says, um, I think his reality is catching up with me and taking my inner child and fighting for custody. Exactly. And that inner child is what a lot of people... That naivety. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That that inner child should drive you. But a lot of people have to put it to bed because of the realities of life. Um, thinking and hoping for change and creating change are all linked with your you like finding that inner child. Do you know what I mean? You finding that that inner hope. Like if I actually like wonder like the, um, if you all sat down and you all said, What was your dream? as like a child or something like that, what it was. I'm not saying that it's something you should definitely do, but it was probably, it might be a lot more ambitious than the life you might be living now or the path you're going down now. Or some of you might be doing it. Shout out to you guys. Um, but Love to you guys. Yeah, but um, a lot of us, um, of course, like the world tells us and shows us what you can and can't do. Um, but why we thought, you know what, this makes sense, even though we're still young, to try and project this idea of, and go through this journey with you guys of like, what kind of black man we want in this world and what kind of community we want for us and what kind of what kind of things we want for the black male um, in the future is because we, we're still, you're still young to believe that this is something that we can still have. 
this is still an idea that we can still this is an idea that can turn to a reality this is a dream that we can still we can still materialize and um turn real for us do you know what i mean so um yeah i 100 percent agree with you yeah and i feel like especially when we think of the whole idea of change um and that investment in us as black men investment in who we can be who we can aspire to be um it comes from i remember because i i gave you the world to change bell hooks and I, yeah. I think it was in another book where she says it but she basically opens by saying that black men are are a lot of things but seldom are they loved yeah and it's like ultimately if we live in a world where when she's talking about her father and stuff like that yeah People will, as you said, they'll fetishize black men. Um, people will hate black men. Fear black men. Yeah, people will fear black men. Black men will rarely ever be loved. Loved, and in the sense that you are, you are seen for a vulnerable human being. In the sense that you are supported, uplifted, and obviously you will have figures in your life. Like a lot of people, they love their mom. Their mom loves them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But in general, the world, the world will treat you in a certain way or will make you angry, man. Mm. And it's like, I want from 417 to change culture. Yeah. And that culture, that cultural shift that I'm looking for is, is to change the way black men, black men are at least, at least to change the way black men treat each other. I don't know about you, but a lot of my experience in life has had a lot to, especially just walking down the street, has a lot to do with being feared. Like, right. And that's just not love. I'm yeah. talking about just, do you know what I mean? Like, and I think if there's anyone else in the world who can just, yo, like, just, just like, just treat me like, just treat me nice, man. Like, well, like if that's like, what I'm looking you, for. Not even treat you nice, just treat you like, who you are, do you know what I mean? Treat you as like, um, like I feel like when you're a black male, you're treated by the perception. The, it's a perception of you that's treated, as opposed to the real you. Kind yeah. of so well um, seen. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and I and I agree with a point you said earlier. Um, a lot. It's just like we like to deny it. Like, oh, it's the rest of the world that kind of sees it. No, no, a lot of us see it for each other do you know what I mean yeah. a lot of you um, have very negative thoughts about or negative perceptions or like one thing I've been seeing a lot though like is like when people like comment on stuff like a lot of black men hate on a lot of black, other black men and I actually found it quite weird it's like there's like yeah. the hate and I don't know if it's because I don't mean, it probably comes back to the crabs and bucket mentality maybe we have to do a whole like I don't know series or even podcast um, episode about this but um yeah, we we hate ourselves. And you can say, oh, no, I don't. No, no, no. But, like, is it indicative in your behavior that you don't? Does it show that you don't? Do you show that through how you, how you live that you don't? Um, one thing I did want to be clear about, one thing I did want to be clear about about um, the podcast and what we're doing is our focus. Because I've asked them, because I was speaking to people, I speak to women about what they think as well. And I had to be clear. I'm not saying that on the on the totem pole of life, on the on the ranking of or like 
of who's seen in society. I'm not saying that black men, black men are the lowest. I will be so real. Yeah. I know it's black women. Like, I know it's black women. And that's something that we're going to be talking about a lot more about how our perceptions and how, like, even respecting black women. Um, I think it goes beyond the respect. Yeah, in loving black women, treat, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's I, the humanization. Yeah, of the humanization. You know, the even the feminization as well, like, yeah. of black women. Yeah, so there's a lot to talk about there from a black male's perspective. However, the reason why we didn't make this as a, just like a general thing is because I am not a, we are not black men, uh, black women, sorry. There's only so much we can say. Yeah, there's only so much you can say and I would never want to invalidate or um, limit. Um, or just be wrong. Or be wrong, yeah, do you know what I mean? About, um, do you know what I mean? About someone's real life experience, something that they go to and go through each and every single day. And um, yeah, but we definitely want to create an, a space where you... Because a lot of a lot of the things that um I see like black men when we treat how we treat um our women, like black women, I think a lot of it is ignorance. I'll be real. Um, like a lot of people don't know why they think a certain way. You mean by um, uh, just the social relations between black yeah men and black the social women. relations. Not even talking about the romantic relations, which we we'll probably talk yeah. about. But as I said, okay, so let me make this clear. If you think I'm going to be talking about relationships, um. Every week, no. I'm sorry, I have no interest in doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. Like, you came to the wrong podcast. Eventually, we will talk about it. Probably when I'm like, I'm not going to say my age, but probably <laughs> in years down the line. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, this, yeah, but this podcast is not about, it's not about that. I'm so sorry. Like, you can well, find, obviously. you can find it everywhere. Like, it's literally all they talk about. Like, some people literally only talk about the relationship, the romantic yeah. relationships between women and men. And, yeah, the content, the content is dried up. Like, read the mo- yeah. Read the novel. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's just far, it's far, it's far too much, far too saturated. But, um, yeah. Um, you have to say, though, there is a, a level of importance because yeah. what we talk about is about Building black men, yeah, there is a level of yeah. We're not going to deny that. We're not going to deny that aspect of being a man and being a black man. Um, and it's something we will be. T- if you, because obviously we want to plan, try and do um dilemmas on here. So anonymously, of course, like anything that you guys want to say about um ask us or um like you're thinking about um when it comes to being a black man or the black community or what you're going through in life in general, like it doesn't even have to just be about being a man, even like your mental, your mentals, your insecurities, your insecurities, anything like that, anything you're going through, anything like a path, charting your path, um, um, successfully, anything like that you're going through. Yeah. Just send us your dilemmas, um, on our Instagram at 417. Um, but yeah, we're going to be, um, doing a lot of that too. Um, so yeah, if you have anything romantic, even you can ask, you can ask it. But I'm just saying, it's not our focus, our big, our biggest focus. It's just an aspect that we will eventually dedicate a whole series to. Um, eventually, that's but later um, along down the line. Um, but yeah, um, this is just our our intro. This is our pilot. This is our episode one. Um, but we have um, we have a lot more to come for you guys, and yeah. Um, that's, um, that's it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, cool. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, man. Thank you very much.